Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise. Welcome to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wernette. Today we welcome three local nonprofit organizations who are each working to make a positive difference in our community. Kiwanis Club of Naperville, 100 plus women who care, and Edward Foundation. You're watching Spotlight, and today I'm joined by Michael Marks and David Cleveland representing the Kiwanis Club of Naperville. So welcome. Thank you. Oh, we're glad to have you here. It's always nice to talk to the Kiwanis. And I'm going to start out with you, David. Tell us a little bit about the Naperville Club and the Kiwanis. Oh, the Naperville Kiwanis started in 1955. So this is its 64th year. And of course, it's going to be our 64th pancake breakfast on March 16th of this year. Wow, that's amazing. 64 years, I love hearing service clubs that have these legacies within our community. I think it's so wonderful and the pancake breakfast is always great, right? Right. right. Yeah. Uh, Michael, Kiwanis, I know, is part of a larger organization though, right? Because even though here in Naperville it's been going for over six decades, it's part of a larger organization. Well, well, Jane, that's correct. And actually, Kiwanis is an international, worldwide organization. We're in several countries, and actually, we're right at about 700,000 individuals strong. That's amazing. That's a lot of people. Now, would you in Naperville get to see any of those other clubs? I mean, is there correspondence and connections? Oh, yeah. We're, we're divvied up into what's called divisions. Divisions go into districts, and then it goes into the international level. In fact, our, our international convention is in June this year down in Orlando. Nice. That's nice. So everybody would kind of come in and a great opportunity to meet people with the same purposes that you all have. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's wonderful. So, David, I'm going to ask you about what specifically the Kiwanis is. I know, I mean, they're obviously known for the pancake breakfast, but what specifically do they do uh, in the community that's of a benefit to the community? Okay, well, uh, we have two fundraisers. One's the pancake breakfast. That's our main one. And then we also have peanut days in which we collect donations from the generous people of Naperville. It's just fantastic how generous they are. And then with that, we donate to over 20 different organizations in Naperville. And most of the organizations have to do with children. Okay. That's our motto to serve the children of the world. And uh, it's for the children that we work with. uh, Raise that money. Raise all the money for, yes. Yeah. And and you talked a little bit about 20 organizations. I mean, that's a lot of, of nonprofits here in town that are benefiting from the good work that you're doing in that fundraising effort, right? right. So uh, may I ask, you know, give us a couple of examples of folks that you have supported. Uh, Loaves and Fishes, uh, Kids Matter, uh, Special Olympics, um, what I like about that is they're all very different. So, I mean, even though they're all connected through children, they, each one of those has got a different mission. That's nice. Right. In addition to that, we work with the Children's Museum. We sponsor a Little League um, baseball team, uh, Feed My Starving Children. Yeah. Uh, we do a lot of work also at Edward Hospital. Uh, we have uh, some people that visit every day with veterans at the hospital. Uh, we make the heart pillows for after the heart surgeries and some of the abdominal surgeries uh, and do a lot of work also with some of the uh, senior facilities. 
Nice. So, I mean, that's a really, that's a broad swath that you're right. going to, even though your focus is children and family, that's a lot of yes. organizations that you're, you're coming alongside. And it sounds like, uh, Michael, say a little more, it sounds like not only financially, but also in volunteer hours. Oh, yeah. We, we're close to 10,000 hours a year volunteer uh, spanning really the whole Naperville community, I call integrating with the community. But it starts like Dave's talking about with the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of that and kind of the youth, I know that one of your uh, focuses and your initiatives and efforts is around building volunteerism, right, in youth and the next generation. Can you say a little bit more about that? Well, Jane, Kiwanis overall, we sponsor a lot of different uh, youth opportunities out there. Uh, but in the junior high, uh, we have a group called the Builders Club. Uh, in the high schools, we have key clubs. And in college universities, uh, it's called CKI. Uh, in the Naperville area, we sponsor a, a builders club at Hill Middle School, uh, also key clubs at uh, Matea and uh, Wabanzi, mm -hmm. and at North Central we have a CKI group. So in total, we're pushing maybe 300 youth uh, that we're working with. That's yeah. wonderful. And, and you know, and I, re I remember Key Club, and I'm not sure at the time that I necessarily made that connection back to Kiwanis, like, you know, just knowing of them. So, But I think that's so important in, in bringing that forth, that sense of volunteerism and, and being able to, you know, right. give of yourself, right? Right. And, and we have advisors at all of their meetings, and their job is to advise, not to run. So that's part of the effort that you put into those clubs is to help develop leadership from the youth and they need service opportunities to develop that leadership. Yeah, that's wonderful. So it's really student-led. Yes. I mean, you're there mentoring, but it's student-led. Yes. Yeah. Any examples of, of a project or something you've worked on with any of those groups at any of those levels that you, you just kind of makes you feel good? Well, recently, I mean, we've done some pretty good things at the, uh, the Illinois Food Bank. Uh, we do on Friday nights out at Feed My Starving uh, Children where we'll integrate Aquinas members along with like the key club members. And it's pretty amazing how fast those lines go uh, when you got the high school kids there working. Oh yeah, they've got a whole different level of pace, right, right, that they're working at. That's wonderful. Now David, tell us a little bit about why you joined Kiwanis from a personal perspective. Well, I wanted to do a service thing to give back to the, the community. And the Kiwanis has so many volunteer opportunities, just amazing. I haven't done all the things. Like, uh, we hope the Salvation Army, I was able to ring the bell at Christmas, do oh. Santa calling with the Park District. Uh, like Mike said, like loaves and fishes. We have volunteers there every, every week. And uh, feed my starving children. And there's just uh, adopt a road, adopt a park. It would seem to me, and I guess I hadn't really thought about this, but in, in so many ways, if you're a member, it really gives you that opportunity, that variety, that you can try a lot of different organizations and participate and volunteer for a lot of different organizations. Well, that's right. That's right, Jane. A lot of times when we're talking to prospective new members, I'll tell them we have some signature projects that we do, like the Pancake Festival and Peanut Days, but we have a lot of volunteer opportunities that get into all those different facets. Some people just work with the youth groups and other people, uh, like what you're talking about, may focus more on seniors. Uh, we have some of the guys delivering books from the libraries, working with Meals on Wheels. Uh, some of them go and read to kids uh, every day where uh, individuals pull kids out of the classroom for like an hour and read to them. Mm -hmm. uh, so the span is, is pretty, pretty yeah, wide. Very diversified. That's wonderful.
So, Michael, uh, how, how would I go about joining the Kiwanis? Well, Jane Kiwanis, like we talked, is an international organization. It's open to men and women of all ages. You can go to the Google website and just type in Naperville Kiwanis, and you'll have some various options to pursue. But we're really interested in people that are busy. They like to do volunteer activities, and I call it the get-or-done people. The ones <laughs> I that love that. Do it. <laughs> And you meet at Edward Hospital, right? We meet at Edward Hospital, second and fourth Monday of each month at 6.15. Well, thank you so much for coming by and giving us more information about the Kiwanis. We know you do so much good work in the community and obviously hand out a lot of money to other organizations within the community, and I'm sure they're all very grateful for that. So thank you so much. If you are interested in learning more about the Kiwanis Club of Naperville, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break. Stay tuned. Coming right back with more Spotlight. At Busey, our story centers around you, your goals, and your dreams. You dreamed of owning your first home. You partnered with us to customize a plan. You started a business. You trusted us to guide you through the ups and downs. You wanted to leave a legacy. You allowed us to bring your dreams to life. Thank you for partnering with us to make tomorrow's dreams today's reality. Busey, your dream, our promise. If you're just tuning in, you're watching Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wernette, and joining me now from 100 Women Who Care are Carolyn and Palmer. So welcome to the set. Thank you. Thanks Thank for you. having us. Oh, we're excited to talk about this. I love this topic. Um, and I'm going to start out with you, Carolyn. Explain to us what 100 Women That Care is all about. I know it's a giving circle, but give us a little bit more on that. Okay. Um, so 100 Women Who Care is a... Uh, a quarterly meeting um, and we are the Naperville chapter so it's uh, about a hundred plus women who get together monthly um, to try and support local charities uh, so each uh, quarter we meet we meet four times a year and folks get to come and nominate a charity that they're interested in tell us a little bit about it and then all of the members vote um, we donate a hundred dollars per member each each meeting so we get to help an organization get now around like thirteen thousand dollars four times a year that's amazing. I mean, what a great idea, because when you sit back and you look at that, I mean, you know, most people would maybe donate that amount of money. Uh, this is an opportunity for people to kind of promote causes that, they're, that they care about, right? Yeah. And then that all gets collectively pulled. That's a wonderful, idea. And when you idea. all jump in together and everyone support the same cause, then you're dropping a nice big chunk of money on... Absolutely. On, on a local charity. Yeah, thirteen thousand yeah. dollars is a very nice yes, a very yeah. nice yeah. chunk of change. Yeah. So Palma, talk a little bit about the Naperville chapter and, and a little bit of its history. Sure. Well, um hundred women who care, the first chapter was uh formed in Michigan in two thousand seven. Um I don't think the woman who uh, she's passed away now, but I don't think the woman who started that chapter had any idea what was gonna happen, but so her sister in law, I think, was or a, a I don't know, somebody on the board started a chapter in DuPage County. Um, that was the second chapter, and there were a couple more chapters. And uh, I was a member of the chapter in DuPage County and resigned because it was just too far to drive. You know, I had kids at the time at home. And so I said, oh, maybe I'll just start a chapter in Naperville. And she's like, okay, well, here's what you do. And she started the, <laughs> So she got me. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm doing it. So we started in 2009 in February. So 
um, we now we were the fifth chapter in uh, the world, and now there's over 600. There's 650 chapters. That's amazing. That's, that's a is. tremendous amount of growth. But I think it goes back to it's such a simple concept. It's so simple. It's yeah. So simple. I mean, I keep a spreadsheet and a list of email addresses, and I just keep track of who who paid. Yeah. You know? Well, and I like the fact when you talked about it, Carolyn, that, you know, you come together once a quarter. I would imagine there's 100 plus women. There's going to be a definite amount of social that occurs yeah. with mm -hmm. that. You're breaking bread over a meal. So you have that opportunity to maybe make some new friends and get to know other people. And, and you're also learning about a new organization that's where people key. are nominating stuff, yeah, right? that's key. Yeah. Now, Carolyn, you work for 360U Services, right? And yes. you were a recent recipient. Uh, so talk a little bit about that. Yes. Well, and so I actually joined the meetings because Palma and I have known each other for a long time. And she said, you know, I, I really think you should be there. And I loved the concept. And I also, again, have a passion for the organizations that I work with and a lot of the other nonprofits in the area. So um, I, at the past meeting, said, like, I want to talk about the organization I care about, the transitional housing programs um, at 360U Services, which is what I run. And um, it, it was amazing. We now, um, you know, getting a check for 13000 maybe $400 unexpected um, can really help a lot of the young people kind of meet some of the gaps in services that we just wouldn't be able to provide. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it was very magical to call and text everyone and say, uh, guess, guess what? what I just did in 30 <laughs> minutes' time. Um, you, again, and you can make a big big difference and then yes we get to hear about other organizations that are happening so I said oh I didn't know that community career center did that or I found out about a foster um, organization for animals for people who can't take care of their pets right now so we get to learn about what other places um, are in Naperville and in the surrounding area and how we can impact them even if they aren't the recipient yeah so. that's wonderful and I, and I do think it's that whole idea right of a little bit but when you pull it it becomes a lot mm -hmm. and I know you know particularly in cases like 360 U services where you know grant funding and federal funding and mm -hmm. all of that is very hard to come by now a, a, a sudden $13,000 is and it's a unrestricted nice you know yes. there's no rules about how it has to be spent or anything we just hand it over ask you to tell us how you spend it that's yeah. what we want to do yeah, yeah no that's wonderful yeah. that's yeah. wonderful so Pama I know you've got kind of a big anniversary coming up because yeah. you kind of mentioned when you were founding it right. so let's, so, let's yeah. talk about the 10 year so um, you know 2019 is our 10 year I mean we'll we will have had we have had 40 meetings and so we've gathered just the Naperville chapter um, over four hundred ten thousand dollars for local charities, you know, Loaves and Fishes has been a recipient, uh, Little Friends has been a recipient. I mean, I, I, there's 40 of them, so I'm not going to list them all. But um, so, you know, we've kind of become an institution. People saw, and then when I talk about 100 Women Now, I, people have heard about it, which is yeah. great, you know. But yeah, we're going to have our 10-year celebration um, on February 19th, which is our next meeting at Super Rosa Restaurant. They've been so good to us for 10 years. They have given us the space to, to have our meeting. Um, it, and then after the meeting, the meetings are one hour, so we don't mess around. You know, you come right <laughs> after work, 5.30 is our meeting. You come, we do the business, and we're done at 6.30 always. Okay. And then whoever wants to stays after dinner, and, you know, we usually have a table of 12 or 15 people who just want to have dinner, and so they, that's... 
Good for Super Rosa, I, I, I guess, because they keep inviting us back. <laughs> yep, very nice. Well, and, they, and they're but, doing their part for the community, yes, right? But they're very generous to us. They're very good, and they never hesitate to give us a room. So okay, um, yeah. So you're going to be celebrating at so the luncheon. So on, on on Tuesday, February 19th, will be our 10 year anniversary. We're going to have a little celebration, but we're still going to get out in an hour. It's going to be it's an hour. Right, yeah, even though we're celebrating, no, yeah. 60 minutes is <laughs> we do not go over. <laughs> I love That's that. important. You know? It is important. Yeah. Time time is time money, is and money. people's time is valuable. Yeah. So. That's nice. That's yeah. good. Carolyn, as we're sort of wrapping up, talk a little bit about how, how can other women who might be interested in it, because now it's 100 plus, so we don't have to worry about whether we're on the 100. We can be the 139th person, yeah, right? Yeah. How do we get involved? What What's the process? Well, you just need to show up. Um, look us up on our website, and um, if you need a reminder, we're happy to get your email address and send you out a reminder. But just have a passion. We ask the people to commit for a year, but you can come check out a meeting. You don't have to... Um, commit to joining but I think um, for me again like being a younger person um, I feel really excited to give back to the community that I grew up in and like again make a big impact by not a, a whole lot of work on my end and then getting to connect with other neighbors and friends you know that maybe you don't see as often um, so I recommend it and we're really trying to grow our younger membership as well so yeah. well, I encourage I would everybody think, to check it out. Yeah, yeah, and I would think it would really fit into a younger person's, from what I understand of they're very philanthropic, there's no doubt about yeah, the next generation right. is very philanthropic, but time is, is important and they right. like things to be timely. And they don't and have to is, write a check. We yeah. will take money anyway yeah. you can get. <laughs> I donate on, online. <laughs> okay, I like it. I like it. So we're evolving in our how we hand over the money. So yeah. that's yeah. wonderful. Well, yeah. listen, thank you so much for coming on and sharing all that you're doing. Congratulations to 360 on being a, yeah, a recipient. And I know we the folks in the transitional housing program will certainly see and make great benefit of that. So yeah. uh, thank you. Thank you. If you would like to learn more about 100 Women Who Care, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but don't go away. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. Our story centers around you, your goals, and your dreams. You dreamed of owning your first home. You partnered with us to customize a plan. You started a business. You trusted us to guide you through the ups and downs. You wanted to leave a legacy. You allowed us to bring your dreams to life. Thank you for partnering with us to make tomorrow's dreams today's reality. Busey, your dream, our promise. Welcome back to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wernett. I'm joined now by Brett Skeen and Catherine Smith. They're here to talk about Edward Foundation. So welcome. Thank you. Awfully nice to meet you, Brett. You're new to the position. Um, so I'm going to start right off with you and ask you to tell us how long you've been on the job and what you did before and what brought you to Edward Foundation. Well, thank you very much. Almost five months now at Edward and prior to that, nine years with LaGrange Memorial Hospital Foundation. So coming into a similar role, but now at the hospital in the community I live in. Which Wonderful. Is, yeah, which is really a terrific situation. Yeah. Well, and I would think, too, I mean, you've obviously had that experience, but there is something about working in your own community, right? It is. You get to see the good that the dollars we're raising do in the community that you live in. Um, obviously, in a hospital setting, 
patient service and taking care of people when they're at their most vulnerable is, is near and dear to a lot of people's hearts. So we've been the beneficiaries of a lot of tremendous community philanthropy for a number of years. When you get to see the impact that it has on friends, coworkers, family members who you relate to daily in your community, it's extra special. Yeah, absolutely. Well, now, and you've, you have a long, rich history, uh, the foundation does, and, and you've raised a lot of money. So say yeah. a little bit about that. Yeah, I'm happy to. It really is a proud tradition of community support. Since 1990, Edward Foundation has raised right around $50 million in support, and it goes to a number of projects that really the impact is throughout the footprint of the entire hospital. So we've done uh, support for capital projects, big construction and renovation programs, uh, such as the Cancer Center, uh, and also our neonatal and infant um, intensive care unit. So we've done some big projects like that, but as well, program support for services like our care center that provides uh, medical examinations for uh, childhood victims of sexual abuse. Yeah, that's a. I, I've listened to the woman that runs that program, and it's just incredible the work that's being done there yeah, and uh, money very very well spent uh, unfortunate we have to spend it there but it's yeah, well absolutely. spent um, tremendous amount of money that's wonderful now Catherine you're on the Edward Elmhurst hospital side of it so <laughs> yes. you get to spend some of that yes. so talk a little bit for us if you would about where you're spending the money and how those dollars raised by the foundation are helping you in the work that you're doing on behalf of your patients the Edward um, Hospital Foundation has been very, very generous to the cardiovascular services in the Heart Hospital at Edward Hospital. Um, we actually, in 2012, embarked on a new journey in cardiovascular care with our uh, structural heart uh, procedures. Uh, the foundation supported us building a hybrid OR within our CVOR, which is our cardiovascular operating rooms, um, specific to do these special procedures. We call it the hybrid suite. And the hybrid suite actually is both a cath lab and an OR that is actually in one room that allows us to have advanced imaging and doing some of the comprehensive and more advanced cardiac um, procedures that we do at, at the heart hospital now uh, within cardiovascular services such as um, transaortic valve replacement, mitral clip repair, um, and left atrial appendage um, closure uh, devices for patients that um, have atrial fib and they're on chronic anticoagulation and this device helps them be able not to have to take the anticoagulation um, any further. So um, they have been extremely um, generous in their, uh, uh, in, in what they have given uh, to cardiovascular services. Um, and that was in 2012. That advanced program, that structural heart program, has grown, grown leaps and bounds um, within uh, our community as well as our surrounding community. Um, allowing us to take care of many different patients. Um, so this year, the uh, Edward Hospital Foundation has now uh, generously donated and given us the ability to build a structural heart clinic. This structural heart clinic is a state-of-the-art clinic that allows those type of patients with more advanced cardiovascular disease come into the clinic in what we call like a one-stop shop they have the ability to have all of their outpatient testing, meet with the physicians, the advanced care professionals and nurses and the heart care team as we um, work with them 
diagnose them, develop their treatment plan, and be able to um, have those discussions with the patients and the family in a very lovely center, in a very lovely clinic, um, so that we can get them on, on their way to, to helping them with their cardiovascular disease. It's wonderful. As I'm watching Brett listening to all of that, I can see the pride on his face. Because yeah, really. I and and I I can remember actually sitting in a room when a lot of that was announced many years ago. Mm -hmm. And you know the the enthusiasm in the room for the fact that we have that right here in our hometown and that ability. And heart disease unfortunately impacts so many people that uh, you know there was just this great sense of community yeah. pride. And and frankly, I think a little bit of a sigh of relief that we could get that help right here in our own hometown and not have to, you know, schlep east to the city, if you will. So, uh, yeah. I mean, those are your hard-earned dollars at work. No, you hit the nail on the head. I'm super excited anytime I hear somebody tell the story because it's one of those areas that it, it, we can't over-promote it. The success of this program and the innovative stuff that some of the physicians are practicing at Edward are doing right now is second to none. I mean, we're talking world-class services right here in downtown Naperville to the point where we're getting patients from major academic medical centers rather than sending them to locations like that for advanced cardiac care. Yeah, that's wonderful. And I mean, I think, you know, as we all know, you know, our health is our most important thing. And but sometimes the money's got to be there to support us being able to have that, right? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we're very, very lucky uh, to have such a successful, well-run um, dynamic um, heart foundation or, or cardiovascular support from the Edward Foundation. Um, without that, there's not there would be a limit sometimes to the amount of innovation and um, specialty care that we can provide to our patients, and it really allows us, as as Brett has said, to be a really outstanding um, cardiac hospital and, uh, and patient-focused hospital uh, within our own community and really within the state of Illinois. Yeah. We're very lucky. So, Brett, talk a little bit, if you would, about kind of the process of how you work and partner with the hospital to determine not only what the needs are and what you're raising money for, but then how do you actually go about the raising of the funds? Yeah, really it's a two-part process. So our foundation board takes a lot of its direction from the administration of the hospital, and they come and present the needs in terms of what are the opportunities to advance the care to our patient community. And there are usually a, a number of items, normally on the capital side, whether it's equipment acquisition or it's facilities enhancement or we're constructing something new. Um, they're basically coming to us and saying these are the opportunities that exist that will really have an impact on the level of care that we can provide. So we take our direction there. The other side of that equation are where are the interests that our donor community has in supporting the work that we do at Edward Hospital on a regular basis. So we have a number of service line funds that are always in existence and receiving donations on an ongoing basis for things like cardiac care, cancer care, pediatrics and obstetrics. It really is an opportunity for donors to give where their heart is guiding them. I was just going to say, and probably mm -hmm. where they've been impacted personally with Absolutely. friends or family or even themselves. Right? Yeah, a number of grateful patients that want to give back as a result yeah. of the experience that they had themselves. Yeah. So as we kind of wrap up, talk a little bit if you would, and maybe both of you, I'd like to hear from both of you, on why you feel philanthropy is so important and why this foundation is so important. I'm going to start with you, Catherine. You know, I think it's important that it really gives us the ability to allow for therapies and care and innovation 
and equipment that we might not otherwise be able to raise the funds for. Um, it allows, I believe, the community to be part of their community hospital, um, knowing what you know that we are able to provide services that we might not be able to provide if not for philanthropy and not for um, the foundation at Edward Hospital. Yeah, yeah. I think it's really well summarized. It's an opportunity for people that want to partner in the work mm -hmm. that we do. As a mission, we can't all be doctors or nurses. You know, there's a special calling and skill set yes. for that. Mm -hmm. But yes. anyone can be involved in helping to fund the operation. And with the financial pressures that are facing hospitals today, that's an extremely important differentiator. Mm -hmm. Um, Edward, as you know, is not a hospital that's content to rest on its laurels. No. I mean, you've seen <laughs> yeah. tremendous growth here in a short amount of time, and we're doing some things that are really leading edge in terms of the level of care that we're able to provide. We can't do it without the investment that we get from folks that are proud of their community and want to see patients who are serviced at Edward treated in a manner that is first rate. Well, I just, I applaud. I applaud the effort that you're doing over the oh, foundation. Catherine, I know you're spending that money so wisely to make sure that we all have good, healthy hearts. <laughs> uh, and so I thank you for stopping by and giving us a little bit more information. And we look forward to getting to know you more in the non-for-profit community. So thank you. If you would like to learn more about Edward Foundation and the work that they are doing to support cardiac care, along with a whole bunch of other service lines, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. I'd like to thank all of my guests for joining us on Spotlight and our friends at Busey Bank for their generous sponsorship of today's show. If you would like to learn more about the organizations featured on today's show, please go and visit our website at nctv17.com. And to stay informed about what's happening in your community, sign up to receive Naperville Now or like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. For Spotlight, I'm Jane Wynette. Thank you for watching. <laughs>